0: Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it,
2: Boy Meets World House.
3: (laughs) Take a listen.
0: Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a sink lot. lot.
1: Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right.
0: Doing business constantly. uh uh-huh. Mom stuff.
2: Uh-huh. And disciplining you <laughs>
0: <laughs> in Amazing. some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts.
2: For complete terms.
3: I keep getting more and more confused by this Olstein story. The 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 big mega church in California in uh, Texas. Yeah. I can't figure out what's going on there. So Tyler Perry, the, 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 the director, the gazillionaire director. Right. Right. Just gave two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to Joel Olstein's church.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He gave a million dollars to the relief effort in general and 250000 directly to his church as they seem to have some sort of past relationships. He thought he got unfairly criticized, and so he was just doing it as a, a sign of support.
3: So Tyler Perry clearly believes that the story is bogus, that they wouldn't open the church.
4: Am I right. thinking of the right Tyler Perry? What are his, among the, his the, vehicles? The Medea right. movies. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. Okay. Yeah, one, so, yeah. One of the biggest things in all of Hollywood. Oh, well, right, yeah. He and Joel Osteen don't remind me of each other. Right. I don't see the two of them hanging. He said and let me tell I'm you wrong.
3: he said, Let me tell you something. Joel and Victoria are amazing people. There's no way they would lock people out of their church and not let people into their shelter. I'm giving sending two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to Lakewood to make sure they can get all the supplies the people's need, blah blah blah.
4: They don't have enough freaking money? And he can do whatever he wants with his money. It's none of my business, but it seems a little odd to me. Some gleaming zillion dollar mega church is what you give your money to, please.
3: Speaking of Hollywood,
4: twenty. Uh, you know, I take it back. I am judging. You're wrong, and you're. It's a stupid use of your money. Stop it.
3: Worst year in twenty five years for Hollywood. Something going on there. Yeah, like you said, you don't know if it's you. Oh, with the sitcoms, or not, or right. it's just your place in life. And maybe sitcoms are as big. I'm the same way with movies. I got little kids, so I don't have the slightest idea. I have zero interest in what movies are coming out any mm-hmm. weekend, but I have little kids. I'm not going to the movies. So.
4: Well, and to state the stunningly obvious, you can get movies at home and you can get fabulous entertainment that's roughly one to two hours long that doesn't call itself a movie on your screen at home. Mm-hmm. So it's just an option.
3: While they are mostly interested in making comic book movies that I have no interest in or stuff for China. Right.
4: Explosions for Chinese people. (laughs) That ought to just be the title of every movie. Your Transformers movie be renamed Explosions for Chinese People. Your new Star Trek movie that has nothing to do with Star Trek. Explosions in space for Chinese people. And a whole lot of that sound that you hear in modern movies all the time now. You're fast and furious, (laughs) exploding cars for Chinese people. All right, more on that, more on something or other. You know
3: what's going on this weekend? The Burning Man Festival. (laughs) All right. And I have the schedule for today, and it's pretty damned entertaining. We could do that coming up.
4: Plus, I have the many, many rules of Burning Man. For a hippie freakout, it's got a lot of rules. Stay with us. Right now, it's time to take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. I think we're going to have to think big picture about what's the strategy of how we're going to deal with these violent um, elements on the left as well. I think we should
0: classify them as a gang. You know, they come
1: dressed in uniforms. They have weapons. They're almost a militia.
2: If there's no future, then why are we here? Why did you allow me to come? not to help my enemies collaborate in my destruction yes no
0: hi ho it's kermit the frog here dreams are how we figure out where we want to go heil hitler the president speaks for himself
2: listen guys this is one election where the popular vote actually matters so vote online
4: Oh, Byrne has stopped the fight.
2: Like people sorry. are really breaking down and y'all sitting here with cameras and microphones trying to ask us what the f- is wrong with us. I'm so and sorry you really man. trying to understand it with the microphone still in my face, sorry. with me shivering cold, with my kids wet, and you still putting a microphone sorry, in man. my face. I'm not like I couldn't fake it. I just like it's just you know, my grandma's sitting here and my mom's here, and I go home to my seven dogs and If I didn't have that anymore, it would just be really hard. So I'm really happy to help any way that I can, and I hope people understand and can put themselves in those people's shoes and just know what it feels like to have everything taken away from you. I am very proud that I have a clown family. Look at them sharing water just out of the cap of that bottle. It's fantastic.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure that that was water.
2: Well, <laughs> but, <laughs> whatever they need to feel better, guys. Let's okay. just let that one... Let them, we'll, let them have uh, a little...
0: We'll continue to monitor this. We'll and, have what uh, they
2: need. If... I know personally... That was a really great cow. It was. It was, it was really good. good count. Was
3: it, wasn't the McGregor-Mayweather fight two months ago?
4: It was. Indeed.
3: Uh, it certainly wasn't this week. That's not possible. Uh, I I have known a number of TV news anchors who are really, actually, very smart. They're smarter than I am, certainly.
4: Um, but a lot of them are really stupid, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just dumb. God, I saw this reporter on CNN this morning. I mean, skinny gal with some nice breasts, and that's why she's on. She's a pretty girl. Really pretty girl. She was incoherent. She had nothing to say. Her speaking style was incredibly annoying. She rambled. She had no appreciation whatsoever for the gravity of what she was reporting on so she lacked intelligence she lacked wit she lacked wisdom and she lacked the ability to speak coherently and it was this is on cnn cnn i'm
3: sure glad i don't get hired based on how my legs look in high heels that'd be weird not good i've seen them <laughs> not good so what is burning man it's a festival People go get high there. A bunch of hippies. I think no. they should just they should just show up with the trucks and put them all in jail. Probably. <laughs> all right. Nice.
4: It's a, it's a uh, get together. It's a uh, it's a commune. It's a temporary town where people live and experience, and they get to break free. Free and it's fantastic.
3: I should have gone when I was younger. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm too old and sober for that now. How long has it been around? What's the first Burning Man? Do we know that? nobody I knows. shall find out. The forties or two thousand three. Nineteen
2: 20, 30 years. It started nineteen ninety.
3: You looked it up? I did. Gotcha. I got the schedule for today. Do you want to hear the schedule for the day? Absolutely. Uh, it
1: began as a bonfire ritual on the summer solstice of nineteen eighty six. There you go. Nineteen
3: ninety.
4: So once again <laughs> uh, it's been it's been where it is since nineteen ninety. Okay. Uh,
3: it yeah. started in eighty six. All right. So it's been around for twenty two years, according to my math. Um so here's your schedule for today. <laughs> Uh, from 1 to 6, so that's all afternoon, they've got something called Awesome Ball. Uh, awesome Ball, starting one also, reorient reorient with amplified yoga. Oh.
1: That's where you yoga, and then you just shout really loud. Followed by,
3: uh, also at 1 o'clock, you have a bunch of choices at 1. We mail them, you write them holiday card crafting. Holiday card crafts? Out in the desert, high, <laughs> naked smelly.
1: (laughs) I mean, those are all optional. You could be clothed and sober and make some holiday cards. And and be thought of as the police. Can I I be in
4: any state of dress and undress, sobriety, or being high, and not make holiday cards? Is that a
3: choice? So it's one o'clock and you're thinking, I don't like yoga, I'm not going to play awesome ball, whatever that is, and I hate holiday cards. I'm going to do topless Asian story time Mm -hmm. at one Mm -hmm. o'clock. Now you got
2: my attention. What if you play several games of awesome ball?
3: Special dialogue, this is what, this was what I'd go to at one o'clock, because this sounds
4: really good. What if, like, the lady is halfway through this really compelling Asian story, and she puts her shirt on? Are you going to walk away? Or are you going to listen to the rest of the story? Walk and away. And if so, <laughs> what was the point of the first part? What if, what
3: if she's super stacked? And the first little pig said, super stacked and hot, but the story is just dumb and boring then what staying <laughs> pigs uh is there still a lot of nudity at uh burning man just people yeah, as much as you want i guess really yeah
4: god i don't need I don't to know. see the nude beaches and all it's well,
3: well my yeah. my experience with this is a, a lot a lot of dudes and not a lot of girls
0: mm, depends i've heard it's always like 65 year olds riding bicycles yeah, out right. there in the desert a lot of old yep. naked dudes
3: right uh, this is what I'd go to at one o'clock. Special dialogue on decentralization. Oh, well, that sounds like a party. I'm in favor of that.
1: Internet privacy charades at one. Charades? What? Specifically tied to internet privacy in some way. I'm intrigued. I would check that out. I couldn't go to
3: this because I'm an expert, but this is a beginners forum on Bitcoin. At Can 1 you o'clock. imagine?
4: Hang on. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, you ought to go to that. Can you imagine trying to act out in charades? Correct password, but failed to capitalize. Didn't realize it was case-sensitive. In charades. That would take weeks.
2: Firewall, firewall. <laughs> no, no, VPN, VPN. <laughs>
3: Tough guesses right there, Vincent.
2: (laughs) uh, Sometimes, you know, when you type in your password and they have the option to show password, why why don't they just, isn't that the default? It's not like someone's behind my back. I I agree.
4: Right. Am I I I on a Tokyo subway car in this scenario? (laughs) Just show me the password I'm typing out. So I've got
3: more of the schedule for this afternoon. You've got some of the rules that exist at Free Flowing Burning Man. A lot of rules. I'm thinking there's a lot of elderly Richard on display. Oh, boy. Man.
4: What is it with you? you got to be against everything. It's beautiful. These people are out in the desert. They're enjoying themselves.
3: I'm, I'm against elderly naked people. That is one of my stands. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: I'm
4: strong a Show, hey, how you doing? Yeah, I agree with you. Should have gone to Burning Man years ago. Course I was raising babies. Got no time for hippie freakouts in the desert.
3: Is this band playing at Burning Man?
4: Oh, <laughs> would this be the toast of Portland, uh, Radio Macbeth? Uh, no, I don't think they are. Mm.
3: So I have some more of the schedule at Burning Man. Is
4: there lots of music
3: there? I don't know.
4: Yeah, don't know. music, art.
3: Yeah, I'd be Ooh. into that.
4: I like music, art, and food.
3: Now, I did hear the other day that it took like four hours to go two miles. Getting into thing, that's. Uh, oh yeah, I believe that's that. Not my idea of a relaxing experience. Of course, if you're high or drunk, you don't care. But.
2: Yeah, it's out in the middle of nowhere, so it's not like a five lane freeway.
4: One o'clock today. Well, I think if you if you're high, you care that you've gone two miles in four hours. Do you? I think you do. Yeah. Uh, at one o'clock today, stripper am I'm
3: going to assume that's karaoke naked. Wow. Huh. <laughs> Vegan granola snacks at one. Is that a band or just a snack? <laughs> I don't know.
4: Uh, a mandala workshop? Mandala workshop? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the uh, that's a concept from your uh, Indian religions there. It has something to do with uh, something or other. There seems to be a thing open all
1: day that is simply described as a bar, a trampoline, shade, and a stripper pole. I'd do so that. So you can swing by there anytime. time. Uh, sexy snow cones at one o'clock? You can grab yourself a sexy snow cone and head over to the slutty miniature golf course <laughs> and
3: uh this one extreme bike repair what's extreme bike repair? I don't know
4: is that
2: like Let's in the inflate chain- that tire
4: <laughs> yeah yeah saying like broken chain or something like that
3: oh, okay, or do you have to cut off a finger to do something?
4: I don't know, so i'm looking at I've got a couple of different pieces on the various rules at at burning man uh this one is good, but it's it's uh prose form as opposed to a list. On City lab uh, a lady by the name of Christine Grillo. The endless rules of Burning Man. If you love bureaucracy, Black Rock City is the alternative desert utopia for you.
3: Where is it? North of Reno somewhere? Is that right?
4: Uh, yeah, but uh, nobody knows. It's out, hidden. Out in the desert? It's beyond the Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> it's beyond the Thunderdome. <laughs> um. So uh, she tells a story, um, they're uh, they're getting to the gates, and they have uh, their truck loaded with gear. My mates and I were greeted by a uh, lovely young woman wearing pasties and leather booty shorts who commanded us to open our truck for inspection. This would turn out to be the first of a great many interactions with one of the famed counterculture events, lesser-known signature features, its relentless bureaucracy. Um, you, you, everything is brought in, right? It's just a spot in the desert with nothing. And out. Yeah. That's the key. Yeah. Everything has to be brought out. Leave no trace. Um oh no, she said, frowning at the core of firewood in the back. We can't have wood chips. Wood chips are moop. Moop. M O O P Matter out of place. Matter
3: out of place. Moop. Is that something that then can't that the Huh, I don't know
1: what that's Well that, that
4: just means. if something moop is moop, it's for forbidden. Um, Moors, no moops. Part of it is paranoia about the Bureau of Land Management in the state of Nevada, which are torn between wanting to m- promote it and profit from it and kill it, Burning Man.
3: And so, I had heard that the county or state got involved in it years ago and made it a lot harder to do because that's what governments right. do.
4: Yeah, exactly. And and meanwhile, to mitigate the risk, the folks who run Burning Man have ha- had to become. A uh, a police bureaucracy. Oh yeah, the and a health department and the rest of it.
3: Yeah, yeah. They're just, they're, they're still in the United States, so they got to worry about somebody suing somebody. Yeah, oh, geez. Yeah,
4: yeah, uh, yeah.
3: You but almost it, you almost can't have the sort of thing that Burning Man was unless it's off the radar.
4: Right, right. When you imagine Burning Man, she writes, you might picture naked people riding bikes and making out and setting things on fire. And indeed, that's exactly what you'll see if you attend. But for a psychedelic safety third debauch, Burning Man has an awful lot of rules.
3: I've never understood naked bike riding. This the, the
4: <laughs> If I'm naked, the last thing I want to do is ride a bike. The this,
3: physics of it.
1: It's like the helmetless motorcycle rider, but, you know, more things aren't covered.
4: It went through the hair, the, 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 the sun on the skin. Stop now. Stop now. Like, this is going in a bad place. I can tell. Our next brush with law enforcement came a few minutes later when a Nevada State police car pulled this over for the suspicious temporary license plates on the truck, blah, blah, blah. Officer quizzed Virgil on drugs. Do you have any marijuana? Hash? Heroin? Cocaine? Are these- LSD? Mushrooms? Ecstasy? Molly? Um, I, I don't
3: know much about those other drugs, but in 2017, you're asking people if they have any marijuana. Who freaking
4: cares? Having no idea what his campmates had stowed in the back of the truck, Virgil answered no to everything. Burning Man is a drug-free event, said the officer. <laughs> That's oh. pretty funny. He, wa- he wanted to let the dog search the truck. Are you asking me if I consent, asked Virgil. No, sir, we don't need your consent, said the officer. After the dog circled our truck three times, we were let go. Uh, Once that,
3: that, that, I I've heard of people going to Burning Man to get all blanked up. That's Good the, Lord. the whole
4: point, right? So who, who decided it's a drug-free event? The Nevada State Police, I guess. Once safely inside the gates, the policing continues. Undercover cops roam the event in search of lawbreakers, sidling up to makeshift bars to see if they can get served alcohol without ID, and striking up conversations about drugs with strangers. There's a strain of paranoia inside the camp. Anyone who stopped in and chatted about drugs was suspect. Boy, I could sure use some pot right about now.
1: Uh, Anyone? (laughs) Some of the marijuanas. Anyone? I could use two or three marijuanas right now. Looking
3: for Molly. Hello. I'm not a taxpayer of Nevada, but if I am a taxpayer of Nevada, people who go to Burning Man know what's there. If they want to go there and drink or do whatever they're going to do, freaking let them. Spend your time... Patrolling these areas of, of of Nevada, where like I got kids going to school or people trying to do commerce, that look out for that. But everybody going to Burning Man in the middle of nowhere, don't spend any taxpayer money trying to make sure they had to show ID to get a drink there because I don't
4: care. Or or that nobody was smoking pot for the love of God. Go to North Las Vegas and clean wow. that joint up. Anyway, what's to keep somebody from getting all potted up on weed and then getting behind the wheel? Burning Man also has its own law enforcers, the Black Rock Rangers, a volunteer militia that will yell at you for riding your bike recklessly. Uh, They also mention that they're also like real world police, de facto social workers tasked with dealing with mental health problems and all manner of drug emergencies. So apparently it's not a drug free event. They'll take you to a dark, quiet space when you're tripping too hard. Then he, she goes on. This is really a great article. As the event has grown, Black Rock City has become more like a real-world m- municipality, albeit one that's whiter, wealthier, and more circular than most American cities of its size. Its lawmaking body is the Burning Man Organization, often referred to as the Org or often the Borg, which is a Star Trek joke. Uh, like, many it's m- hilarious. like many municipal entities or large corporations, the org has a fondness for bloodless bureaucraties. Witness sentences like this. As part of the organization restructuring efforts, several subcommittees were formed to decentralize management and to include more key stakeholders in decision making. <sighs> I, I, I might
3: actually be at the perfect age in life to go to this thing for completely different reasons. Uh, to really observe what's going on here. Oh. Then
4: then they talk about even potable water can be moop, as we learned. Our camp had purchased a 500-gallon tank of water, but the, the hose hookup was leaking a tiny bit. That leak drew the attention of the Leave No Trace people who came by with their clipboards, and we tried to puzzle how potable water, which evaporates in two hot seconds, could possibly be considered moop. It the also mo- occasionally
3: falls from the sky.
4: Right. The Leave No Trace lady with the clipboard invited us to be lectured by her. May I have the gift of your attention, please? She has <laughs> nope, you may not. <laughs> oh, wow. Let me tell you about some things that are moop that you may not know are moop, she began. Including in her list were glitter, even the biodegradable kind because it takes too long to biodegrade, alcohol that you spill from your cup, and hair that might come loose from your hairbrush. He yeah, had beautiful hair. Your gated community's homeowners association has nothing on Burning Man when it comes to bylaws. Human hair? Yeah. I think that's biodegradable. Uh, Eventually. Um, Let's see. Uh, Alongside the official rules, there's a far longer list of tacitly understood guidelines. Uh, Many such rules govern sexual behavior. Don't go into the orgy dome expecting a free-for-all. It has the same rules as sex clubs in the default world. So no, The default world? So no single men allowed. Consent is perhaps rule number one on the play, and it's a good one. Again and again, you will hear that, quote, communication is the best form of lubrication. Jeez, oh, that's sexy. That's a sexy phrase right there. Listen to this. This is great. Sexy time friends are urged to disclose information about health status, but they're not allowed to use the word clean to mean they have no known diseases. To be clean is to imply that others are dirty. And at Burning Man, no one is dirty. Oh, God. Except the dirty people. They're totally dirty. (laughs) You got anything else
1: from the schedule, Sean? Well, you have the uh, the Flatulence Amplification Research Team. That sounds like Wait a fun a time.
2: Jack's <laughs> shutting that one down. Jack's a cop on that one. And, uh, uh, the description of that
1: is uh, so. Yeah, the Flatulence Amplification Research Team, which is the acronym is Fart, uh, provides interactive workshops where you can do things like make T-shirts or fart into a megaphone. <sighs>
4: uh, wow! Well, Why do that all day? Oh, it's dinner time already. This has been great
1: you got some bed of nagle, bed of nails yoga which seems like a uh a conflict of interest there uh you can make some shrunken heads and voodoo dolls and boomerangs all at the same event mm, super uh,
4: cultural appropriation there yeah
0: no kidding
1: bike jousting that sounds like a good time That i would watch that i would watch <laughs> there is something. Bike jousting, yes! Wow, now you got my attention. You got the late night chili groove happening from midnight till 4 a.m. I don't know what that is. Um, you can join the Magic Lantern <laughs> well, Society. Yeah,
4: they, they serve chili all night to fuel the farting into a megaphone the next day. Hard fart primary. Uh,
1: it's
3: like a perpetual motion machine.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there's uh, some sort of mysterious group known as the Magic Lantern Society. They're very vague with what they're
4: trying to do. Mm. They're not to be trusted. <laughs> Bilderberg well, group. One final uh, note is that if you're out at night doing anything, you you got to wear this flickering light thing. Uh, and if, if you don't, that's breaking the rules, and they'll tell you, don't be a dark wad. A
1: dark wad. That's right. <laughs> Uh, they have an emotional baggage check That's funny <laughs> <laughs> That <Don't>, is funny <laughs> Don't carry your emotional baggage around the playa Check it with us <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty Great. funny
3: My mother never understood me <laughs> <laughs> Can I check that? Here's your ticket You can come pick it up on the way out um, What was that one person's phrase The May I have your That was like may I have your attention May, may I,
4: I have the gift of your attention please Okay I'm
3: going to try that on my kids today See how that works <laughs> Uh, what's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, Texas reality
0: settling in. Where are the evacuees going to live? Western heat wave prompting power warnings today, and science determines the absolute limits on human longevity. I have have stories coming up for you in minutes on the Armstrong and Getty Show. The limits on human longevity. Yep, You can't be any older than this number. Exactamundo. I look
3: forward to that coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. That story my dad told I'd I'd heard, obviously, as a kid, they'd they'd run home from school and they finally got electricity and fight over who gets to turn the lights (laughs) off and on. Because it would be pretty novel. Sure would. On the Armstrong and Getty Show News Now with Marsha Phillips. Novel and amazing.
0: Well, a week after Hurricane Harvey blew in and shut down everything in Houston, the mayor, Sylvester Turner, has declared. The city of
4: Houston is open for business. And quite frankly, we open for business right now.
3: Well,
2: heck, I'm
0: going to go there this weekend with the whole family. There you go. President Trump weighing in as well this
2: morning. Trump official tweet reader, Vincent Nicholas. Texas is healing fast thanks to all of the great men and women who have been working so hard, but still so much to do. We'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, Trump's going to be in Houston tomorrow making the rounds. At least
0: 100,000 homes have been affected by that monster storm. 325,000 people have registered for FEMA assistance. And obviously the big challenge is where are you going to house all these people? Where are they all going to go? It's just amazing. Meanwhile, you got the West dealing with a massive heat wave. It's going to be 91 in Seattle today. Portland's going to be about 100 degrees. And all throughout California, it's going to be in the hundreds in the inland areas.
3: I haven't checked lately. Uh, I know where I live. They were saying it was going to be 111 tomorrow. So I don't know what the latest is. That's warm. I'm, uh, i am i got to admit, I'm, I'm done with this year's hot weather. Yes. I'd be ready to uh, move on. Oh, 112 tomorrow. So uh, where I live. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm ready to move on. Turn the page on that. Ready for a little fall. Managers of California's power grid asking for voluntary conservation of electricity. Ah. The California independent system operator predicting demand in the system is going to set a new all-time record today.
4: Hey, hey, hey. Speaking of the power grid. Yes. Did anybody hear a stinking word? No. After the eclipse? No. About the strain to the power grid that no. we we're all hearing about.
3: That sounded bogus at the time. Seems extra bogus in retrospect. I am solar, though, and so, you know, that is one thing. Huh? I'll run my air conditioner as cold as I can freaking get it <laughs>
0: today. White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders uh, insists no decision has
4: been made on Dreamers during a press briefing. She uh, a- On who now? Dreamers, dreamers. How about fairy dust angels? Dreamers. That's my name for
0: them. Or undocumented children. During a briefing, Sanders sidestepped some questions about whether oh, president. No, that's
3: that's even too charitable. That's that's manipulating the language. If I say undocumented children, because right. that's not a yeah. legal term. The legal term is illegal. You're a legal alien, or you're a citizen, or you're a green card holder or something.
4: Uh, right. You're you're one of the other. These are kids brought to the United States yeah. without documentation. Not that As fault. children. No, certainly not. And I have a great deal of uh, compassion for them. Some of the people uh, uh, under this law are 37 years old at this point. So to picture them as shoeless little children is, is just not accurate. Sanders
0: was asked whether President Trump's already decided to end the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program, or DACA.
2: This is under review. There are a lot of components uh, that need to be looked at. Final decision on that front has not been made, and when it is, we will certainly inform everybody in this room.
4: Now, I, I'll bet they punt. You think they will chicken out? I wouldn't even call it that. Trump mentioned that uh, this one troubles him a lot because a lot of these kids came as kids and they got they had no say in it. They've never been to Mexico. They don't speak Spanish, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Speaking specifically of people from uh, Mexico. Um, and, and I think they will say something like, look, we've got to work out what we want to do. We don't want to keep the program, but we don't want to end it and, and boot all these people out immediately or after a two-year amnesty or something like that. But they might do like a two, three-year amnesty and, and say we'll deal with it later. i right. right. bet that's what they do.
0: Scientists have determined we cannot live past 115 oh, years I'm old. i sorry.
4: I knew I'd... Uh, with all due respect Go to the scientists and old age, you know... The argument is, and it's a very good argument, the president, President Obama never had the authority to make this declaration. It was unconstitutional. Something he said, was it 33 times or 23 times, something like that. I know you'd like me to do this, but I can't. I don't have the authority as the president. Then he went ahead and did it. So,
3: which I think it was a good move from his standpoint, um, similar to Obamacare. Who who cares if it's workable or not? Once you get it out there, it's sticking. And you just said you think it's going to continue to stick. So, from his standpoint, good move. Good move politically.
0: Scientists have determined we cannot live past 115 years old. Dutch scientists. 115 look- is 115, as old as you can that's get. that's it. That's a ceiling. Huh. Dutch scientists looked at the data from about 75,000 people collected over 30 years. They boiled down the stats and they determined women can only live to a maximum of
4: 115.7 years. This sounds like the sort of thing a radio show will be laughing about in 100 years, what doesn't gi- it?
3: What gives out on you? Just your organs or your heart? Or the they, will
4: to live. The <laughs> will to live. That
3: is a serious problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is a serious yeah. problem. Just dealing with the change, right. which you perceive often as not good. Yeah. How do you keep your attitude going if you could live to be 150?
2: Like Ken Armstrong said, stay active, be into something. That's right.
3: Can you imagine your, so if people could live to be 150, can you imagine your 120-year-old coworker when you're 20 (laughs) telling you about what it was like 100 years ago? Sure.
0: Yeah. Well, that would be like having that time machine you were wishing for, Jack. You know, talking to somebody who's 150 years old.
4: Jim, I've told you how to use the Brainwave forklift 30 times now. When are you going to get it? Cut uh, me some slack.
0: I'm 130. <laughs> uh, the study concludes: on average, people are living longer, but the very oldest among us have not gotten older. The maximum ceiling itself has not changed. That, interesting. that, is,
3: that is interesting. So, yeah, that is it. Because so life expectancy has changed like 30, 40 years, right? Um, but the upper limit hasn't. There's more of them, but we're not all of a sudden having 150
4: year olds. Right, yeah, so the pig in the boa has shifted upward in age, if you will, uh, to cite an occasional colloquial term for a, <laughs> a graph, um, but the the boa hasn't grown at all. That's interesting.
0: That's wrapped wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West.
4: Boa pigs, my new uh, kind of uh, the, the salsa band.
3: If somebody told you today, guaranteed you're going to live to be 115, do you think you'd be automatically happy? Or sad or nervous? I'd be nervous. I'd be happy thing. and nervous. I don't know that I'd be happy. I'm not sure I'd be happy. I mean, if my alternative is tomorrow, I'd be happy. <laughs> Great.
4: So that you, you've you've put you, you you set up the hypothetical, and now you did after I answer you, you start throwing in new wrinkles on it.
3: <laughs> but like just immediately, I would think, oh crap, 115. How much money am I going to need exactly. to live to be
0: 115? Yeah. Mm. God, can you imagine working until you're 100? So you can take that oh. last 15 years <laughs> off and exactly.
3: drive around and visit all the Cracker Barrels or whatever you're going to do.
4: Relax. <laughs> big
0: <Be>
3: back. <laughs> yeah. Sit in your chair and watch Fox News. Get mad. <laughs> <laughs> the Peter Out coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show. We got some texts. Bitcoin update: This is a Bitcoin fan. Uh, today it's at forty-eight sixty-nine. A month ago it was twenty-six fifty, so like half practically. Uh, oh, a year ago five ninety-two. Two two years ago two twenty-three. So invest in Bitcoin. Apparently, is their, is their point? Oh, um, buy, buy high, sell low. Uh, I've been. Uh, I'll read this one first. Searching for drugs at Burning Man is like searching for words in Moby Dick. And. Riding bikes naked is like eating jello with chopsticks. Not exactly sure what that means. <laughs> not exactly sure what that means.
1: I'll try one of those things this weekend.
3: <laughs> uh, God, I don't think if you gave me a $100 bill, I would hop on a bike naked and ride it down the street. I mean, even n- n- not not cuz somebody's going to see me or anything like that. Yeah. Just physical discomfort. It depends on the seat. It's entirely about the seat. 12 speed racing bike. Oh boy. Uh, um, quick well- Go
4: ahead. What do you got? Another Burning Man.
3: I've been to Burning Man three times. It's mostly an art festival. Nudity is only occasional, and special plans are needed for supplies because there's no water or electricity. I get annoyed when I hear people talk about it like it's some kind of drunken orgy, and they've never been there, so they don't have a clue what they're talking about. Mostly an art festival. I've heard people say that. It's mostly art and interesting, like, science
4: projects. Sure. Which is fine. That's awesome. Yeah, it sounds fantastic. I'd go. I, I I haven't, and I won't, but I would. In theory. In theory.
3: If it were very, very easy.
4: Here's a note from Linda. I don't get Joe's anger at Joel Osteen's church. Uh, they have so many community programs that help people. Homeless, drug addicts, single moms, kids. The list goes on. The church helps orphans in places around the world that go forgotten. So Joel and his wife have pretty white teeth. That criticism is as stupid as worry about what kind of shoes Melania wears. I remember watching the Bakers on TV as a kid, Jim and Tammy. They were always blubbering and begging for money. I don't watch Joel very often, but I've never seen him beg for money. He doesn't do phony healing or other sensational stunts. The guy's message is pretty simple. Put your faith in God. Don't be a victim. Show love to those in need. Where's the controversy in that?
3: You know, I'd have to, if I was going to be honest, and I should be, I've never seen one second of his act. So... I am judging him based on just appearances.
4: I uh, I have seen some of it, and it strikes me as jivey. That doesn't mean it is jivey. But he
3: doesn't heal people, right? No. Like Benny Hinn, that guy? No. Uh, God, those shows. Jeez, where he brings those people down from the audience and touches them and they pass out and stuff. Holy cow. Right,
4: right. Uh, Joel Osteen's net worth is $40 million. That's Pretty good uh, for teaching the word of the Lord. I congratulate yeah, him. It's
3: hard to, you know, I am not uh, don't want to be judgy, but it's hard to square that with
4: he has a ten and a half million dollar house. Woo!
2: Uh, preaching the word of Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's quite the spread. It's been on various memes mocking him.
4: Yeah, I uh, ten million dollar house. We hold these truths to be self evident. Any preacher worth forty million bucks is full of crap. Wow. And you know what? If you disagree, Linda,
3: I respect that. If Jesus were here, he'd high five you right now. <laughs> That's
4: right. So, Michael, <laughs> I think it's time. I imagine the music's going to start uh, any second. It now. was definitely time.
2: Uh, it was a little too late. <laughs>
4: yeah. Do you know Creflo Dollar? No. He's uh, he's a, a TV preacher. He's a uh, African American gent worth twenty seven mil. Woo! Billy Graham, twenty five mil. Yeah.
3: Uh, I'll hear our guest announcer for the day.
1: Here are the final musings of the Armstrong and Getty staff. Hosted by Joe Getty. Thank you. Keep in mind, these thoughts weren't good enough to make it into the last four (laughs) hours, so don't expect too much.
4: (laughs) That's a good point, right there. Rick Warren, Saddleback Church, 25 mil. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Good business. Well, of course, they, they, those people have written a lot of books. Of course, you sure. could give
3: that away. How many millions do you need to keep? Anyway, here's your host, Joe Getty.
0: Let's get everybody's final thought, Marshall Phillips' final thought. Well, as I mentioned, I'm planning to run through the sprinklers over this hot, hot Labor Day weekend. And I've and somebody's go. got a YouTube video then. And I've got to get a swimming shirt before I do that. Jack, where do I get a swimming shirt? Practically anywhere. All right. Although I will... it's, all that stuff's
3: out of season. I went the other day to buy some swim trunks for my kids. Swim trunks are out of season. It's a hundred
0: and ten <laughs> degrees <laughs> outside. No, no how wow. are swim trunks out of season? Oh my god, Michelangelo, your final thought? Uh, yeah, today we interviewed Jack's eighty-year-old dad, and he told us about how he grew up without electricity. On Tuesday, we're going to interview my college neighbor about the time he lost the Wi-Fi
1: password and didn't have internet for four days. Uh. <laughs> Ah,
4: positive Sean. What is your final thought, sir?
1: Yeah, I, uh, Donald Trump donated a million dollars of his money to the Harvey Foundation or the Harvey Relief uh, efforts. Uh, the Kardashians donated uh, h- half a million each. Houston Rockets owner donated ten million. I've seen a lot of people say, "Oh, that's just like me donating twenty dollars." I reject the notion that do- that charitable donations are only valid if they are a financial burden to the
4: person giving it. Good one. I disagree. Give till it hurts. Vincent, your final thought. Band name of
2: the day goes to Joseph Getty yes. for the three licks. But Bonmo and Sage Life Advice of the day goes to Ken Armstrong for a Joe. You just got to buy a very old slow horse.
3: <laughs> uh, Jack, do you have a final thought? Yes, having interviewed my dad uh, with his 80th birthday being this weekend. I, you know, my childhood, I just thought was my, I thought everybody's childhood was like mine. Why wouldn't I for the most part? It wasn't until I got to college that I realized, oh, I was really, really, really lucky. And having the parents that I had, because uh, other people's experiences were not like that.
4: Yeah, here, here. In the limited time we have, my final thought happens to be happy birthday to my mom. Turning 77 today. And you're yeah, doing boy. this instead of calling her? or? Yeah, this'll do. Huh? Well, I don't I don't know, know, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll tweet something. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll talk to her in a little bit. Talk to her all the time. Took a cherished moment and turned sour is what he did. Yes, yes. he did. <laughs> hmm?
1: Don't connection. blow
3: your fingers off. Oh, no, that's Fourth of July weekend. Do whatever you do on Labor Day. God bless America.
2: Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from Not Planning, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. now the time has come to go if this still cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow I'd be in heaven still doing this show
1: see you some other time
4: (laughs) (laughs) Armstrong and Getty the voice of the west you've probably heard a
1: lot about electrified vehicles lately well Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle we've got hybrids no plug needed let's go Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
3: We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope.